with Vershawn Jackson. Powered by Bauer on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. There's some motor food, for, food right there. Well, I could have did the same thing. I thought they would have put... I mean, if you're going to do a retro Harvey, I would think that you would do one with a guy that's at least bricked up and he looks the part. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I mean, don't nobody want... you. you no fat dude in no overalls ain't getting ready to handle a little business. Hey, he's... Now, strong... A strong dude in overalls, that's a whole different ball game, buddy. Uh, that's what they did with – that's what the whole idea was switching Herbie last time is they made him kind of fit Polo Herbie. Um, but now we're going back. We didn't win with fit Polo Herbie. We need we need a guy with a little girth to him to, to help move the line. I think, I think so, too. But, you know, stubby legs ain't going to get it done. <laughs> low bigger, man, low man wins. Low man wins. Yeah, not 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 in this game all the time. <laughs> they do. Low man. Let me take that back. Low man wins, but we need some size on some guys. You know, mm. little short, stubby legs and and legs that are half the size of your upper body. That that will not get it done. Just won't. Tree trunks will get it done. <laughs> and I I think we got the offensive line. I think the guys are are. Uh, I think the guys are definitely getting after it in the weight room. You can see that uh, uh, Cochran. I mean, he looks he looks different. Uh, Bryce he looks different. Uh, Nori looks different. These guys look a little different than they did last year during the season. And I think that's an testament to the strength coach. That's an testament to the the young men understanding that they're they're not here for the side show. They're not here to be praised like they've really done something. It always it always made me wonder how a guy walked around at the University of Nebraska with his with his with his head held high, knowing that you didn't win that week. Or I don't want to see guys bragging because they get a good hit and they all showboating on their own. You can make a little lightweight move to let them know, hey, I blew you up. I'll be back the next play. Don't get too excited about anything that you do on the football field. And when you do do something that's commendable and and, it, and, and, and everybody's like, wow, make sure that you celebrate briefly, but celebrate with your teammates. Give them the love because without them, there'd be no way that you'd been able to score that touchdown. Without them, there'd be no way that you'd be able to make that uh, sack. There'd be no way to make that block. So we got to understand that it takes all 11 guys to play collectively 150 miles an hour in order to be successful. Troy, I don't know what you're trying to do, but believe I'm me, I've seen back. enough food in my time. <laughs> hey, I, look. I'm, I'm sick of food, okay? Hey, look. Uh... We have to talk about uh, Brooke Behringer Day, man. This today, man. Um, we haven't we haven't talked on it. I wanted to get you on before we conversated about it, and 
and what's your thoughts on Brooke and what type of person he was to you? Um, well, first of all, Brooke, Brooke was my locker mate. And uh, when I first moved down, <clears throat> it would have been uh, 90, the end of 94. Um, you know, Brooke, me and Brooke would have been locker mates from 94 and 95, uh, those two championship seasons. Uh, so it's tough because he was such a good dude. Like we were polar opposites, right? Totally polar opposite. Brooke was from Kansas straight. That's why I say, if you're going to make a Herbie Husker, make him Brooke Beringer. I got, I, let me go get my poster. I got a mic drop this. Where, what can I drop? What can I drop? Okay, I got a car. I got a mic drop one of my little, my Hot Wheel cars. All right. I'm, if you're going to make a new Herbie Husker, make him in the likeness of Brooke Beringer. <laughs> I'm gonna go get my poster. Okay, the poster have uh, Brooke Beringer look like with her with uh, Herbie. That would be interesting. But uh, you know, it is crazy too. And I wanted to ask you guys too. You know, just the timing of it. Uh, you know, right before the spring game, uh, I was too young to really you know know what was going on when I was growing up in, in Brooke Beringer Pasta, and, and and so I I I don't feel like I was necessarily you know, understanding of the timing and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, with the spring game just around the corner, obviously the NFL draft just around the corner, we know uh, what he was looking forward to. But, uh, you know, what did that do? To, I mean, for the – what did you guys have, like a week left of a, a spring ball? Uh, I think we had a couple of more days left before spring ball. Yeah. Um, what, are you talk, what are you talking about? The day, the day he died, I think we had like two or three more days. Left for spring we ball. Were, we, no, no, no. We weren't even in spring ball. Well, you had the spring I game was, right afterwards. Yeah. We, well, yeah, but I was in Omaha. Probably was a day off or something. It could have been a day off, but I know I was in traffic, and one of my friends stopped me, and he said, you hear about your teammate? I'm like, what are you talking about? He just kept asking me. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. He's like, one of your teammates passed away in a plane crash. I didn't know. I had to call to get the news. And that, that's a, that was a tough day because we knew what Brooke, Brooke went through having to play behind Tommy, even though Brooke could have probably went anywhere in the country and played and started and had a great career. We all pulled for Brooke because Brooke was a great – he was just a great person. But we knew Brooke would have been able to go to the NFL because he was 6'5", because he had a big arm, and he could run. So he would have been an anomaly in the NFL. And so we were all pulling for him. So for him to lose his life the way he did, it just that, that was just a tragic way. And, I mean, there was times Brooke would come into, come into the locker room and he'd have on one of those big country hats, cowboy boots, big belt, and I would crow his butt out. <laughs> I would talk about him. And let me tell you something about Brooke he would turn right back around and talk about me and talk about my dope man shoes and who I all the jury and who I thought I was. It, it, my point is, Brooke could give it, Brooke could take it, but at the end of the day, that dude would do anything he could for just about anybody. He was the only, he was, he was selfless. He would go to the hospitals. He would go to the schools. He took me to 
one of my first times going to a school and talking to kids, I went with Brooke. He took me. Remember, I was a lower classman. So it, it just, my hat goes off to him. I think that's one. That's some of the fuel that that definitely fired us up. You know, I, I would say in the 96 season, but definitely going into 97. So I happened to be at a garage sale about 10 years ago. Hmm. And I saw this, and I'm thinking to myself, obviously, they have no idea what this is. <laughs> None. No, I'm from serious. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the memories. It's a nice poster. Oh, yeah. The only, I wish I could have had him sign it, but you know what? He always have a place in my heart just because of one, like I said, locker mate. Two, I never heard him complain. And three, more than anybody there, Brooke helped me able to he, – he helped me catch better. Like he, he really did. He would, he'd throw balls to me after practice. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciated Brooke because he could have, he could have said, oh, I'm not dealing with you, <clears throat> but he took time out of his schedule to throw balls with a guy who shouldn't even have been playing tight end. It shouldn't have been playing tight end. It wasn't my position. So I appreciate all you guys. As far as this being 27 years ago, that's hard to believe it was 27 years ago today. That Brooke passed away. Wow. Wow. Um. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I would have been twenty. Yeah. You. Yeah. It, it just. I just think if you're gonna do Herbie over, why not do him in the image of Brooke? Well, obviously they have the statue uh, out in front of Memorial Stadium, so I'm sure a lot of people. <laughs> Take pictures of that. I mean, they always do every you know every spring game, but um, you know, so he is at least immortalized a little bit there. And obviously, I mean, if you if you talk about the Huskers in that run, I mean, you know, he's a big part of that story. So uh, it, it's uh, it's always kind of sad to remember how 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 it happened. But uh, you know, obviously, very grateful for the memories that we had, and you guys, especially in the locker room, with the ticket man. This picture right here. How many tickets a game Brooke got, VJ? Or this one? No, wait. Where am I at here? This picture. Oh yeah, yeah. See this picture? That's the statue. Yeah. But Brooks, I think Brooks got his helmet on. But that's the statue. Um, what'd you ask me? How many tickets he had a week? <laughs> Man, he got my foot too. Uh, he swindled me. He swindled. He well, my freshman year, Trav got all my tickets. Yeah. But my, but but like, like ninety four, like Brooke. I mean, I was a ticket guy at that point. But Brooke, Brooke was always getting all my tickets. <laughs> always. I don't know if that dude had seemed like he had forty people coming the game. How many tickets did you guys get per game? Four. Four. Okay. Yeah, and if you was you were not playing, guess who wasn't coming? Your people. Yeah. <laughs> so you give them to the older brothers where they got people that's really actually come to see them play. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so let me get to some of these texts. Shout out to Brooke Beringer, man. 27 years later. Um, gone but not forgotten. Definitely gone too soon. Scott says this. Guess who are the top two quarterbacks taken that year? Who do you think? 95. That was the 96 draft. 96 draft. What's the pick? Kerry. Collins? Pit? No. Yeah, yeah Kerry Collins. Collins and 
<laughs> Probably Gino Toretto. <laughs> Mark Brunell, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right, go back to the draft. I'm interested in that. I'm I'm trying to find oh Steve McNair. Okay, the first in the first pick in that draft, Keyshawn Johnson. Mm. Kevin Hardy went number two to Jacksonville. Simeon Rice went to Arizona. Jonathan Ogden went to Baltimore. Cedric Jones, New York Giants. St. Louis Rams select. Lawrence Phillips. Terry Glenn, New England. Tim Biakabatuka. We haven't even got to a quarterback yet. Ricky Dudley, Willie Anderson, Alex Molden, Walt Harris, Eddie George went to Houston, John Mobley, Dwayne Clemens, Reggie Brown, Eddie Kennison, Marvin Harrison. Could he have went in the first round? Could he have been the first quarterback taken? I don't know. Daryl Gardner, Pete Kendall. This is all in the first round, by the way. Still not a quarterback. I'm not going through all of it. Ray Lewis went in that draft. Amani Toomer. Wow. Said it ain't so. Bobby Ingram, still not a not a not a quarterback taken in the 1996 draft until. Oh my goodness, Steve McNair. Say, bro, oh my goodness, I'm still scrolling. I have not come to one quarterback. There's this is not a quarterback draft. Right, wait a minute, Spence Fisher. Guess where from? Duke. <laughs> that was the first you know, quarterback. That, that, that was the first quarterback taken in the 1996 draft. No, that wasn't the and, first one. Tony Banks was the first one in, uh, in the second round. Oh, I missed him? Yeah. Hold on, let me get back up there. Okay, well, he was the second one. You said the second round, Tony Banks. Where you yeah. at? Well, they've had a few. So, Tony Banks went in the second round from Michigan State. Bobby Hoying uh, went in the whoa, whoa, third whoa, round. Oh, yeah, I got Tony Banks. St. Louis. Okay, yeah. got you. Okay, Tony Banks. Bobby Hoyle so who, in the third So, round. who was better, Tony Banks or Brooke Behringer? I don't know, but altogether, like, I don't even – like, there's, like, seven quarterbacks taken, and I don't really recognize any of them for their pro career. Danny Cannell, I know from his from his college career at Florida State, but – Man, I've I that's kind of crazy to highlight that. I, that's a that's not. A, I mean, that's got to be one of the weakest quarterback drafts in history. I believe I believe Brooke would have been right up there with Tony Banks. Yeah, you yeah. have to justify. You got to think of what we did. You got to think of what we did to Michigan State. Yeah, I think I think as you know, I don't know what exactly. I think the projections I heard was kind of like a second, third round pick. You know, or middle round <sighs> pick for the quarterbacks, but. Yeah, I'm I, I'm shocked. And I'm shocked. I appreciate that. Uh, I can't remember which texter gave me that, but uh, I appreciate. It. Oh, that was Scott Frost. I appreciate that, Scott. <laughs> I'm for real. I I really do because I didn't know that. When you look back at that, you say we destroyed Tony Banks. Brooke Bringer had a good game in that game. He looked better than Tony Banks. Him and Tommy Frazier. But. Brooks more of a prototypical quarterback. I'm I'm not so sure that he wouldn't have been the first guy, the first quarterback taken in that draft, technically. Hmm. Appreciate that, Scotty. You still paying dividends even after your career. What round did Cordell Stewart go in? That wasn't in ninety six draft. Draft, yeah. Why why wouldn't it be? 
What do you mean, Cordell Stewart, bingo? Oh, what did he left? A 95, didn't he? Yeah, I think it's the 95 draft. Yeah. We're talking the 96 draft, so it would have been 95 season. So if he came out in the 95 draft, his last year would have been 94. Yeah, yeah he was a second-round pick slash was in the 1995 draft. Yeah. Right. So I like that. Chase B sent one of his pictures, uh, his picture of Tommy and Brooke Behringer back-to-back. It's pretty sweet. I think he would have had a long career in the NFL, uh, Rubber Duck. I think he they would have put him in they would have put Brooke in position to win. Uh because he was already a smart quarterback already. And he could do, like I said, with most quarterbacks at that time. Next tell me, give me one running quarterback in nineteen ninety six. Well, it's just uh, Steve Young, Cordell Stewart. Steve McNair. <laughs> Randall Cunningham. Yeah. Steve McNair, Randall Cunningham. Okay. So, wait, that's like four. And I don't know that Steve McNair was 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 in the league in 1996. Mm. I thought he came out in 97. No, I think he came out like 90. Was it 94? Let's see when he No, because there. I remember playing against Steve McNair when they played, when we played in our preseason game against Kansas City Chiefs. So he was drafted in 95. As well, he's in okay. the Cordell Stewart's. He's ninety-five too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Listen, Paul, Anthony, Maddie's dead. Eric, American Nightmare. All y'all, Scott. Appreciate that, Scott and Stonebridge. We appreciate that. Cheeseburger, Red Rocket, Big Slim says, uh, "Someone give Black Shirt some coffee." That dude's sleeping on the mic. He's not sleeping. He's eating motor food. Yeah, he just. Oh, that's what it is. He's eating on Mind the mic. Mind your business, Big Slim. <laughs> even, even, <laughs> even he says, that new mascot logo. Finally got around to looking at it. Looks like they downgraded instead of modernized it. <laughs> Go Big Red. I'm Hot just mess. saying. I was, man, that's a tough deal, man. Uh, Maddie's dad says, does VJ know? What bricked up means? <laughs> do you, Maddie's dad? Do you know what bricked up means? I think Nick has, uh, Nick and Rico have had this conversation with you before. Do you know what bricked up means, Bob? I know what it means. Yeah. Okay. What does it mean? I'm not allowed to disclose that on air. Wait. See, that's my problem with you, new age guys. Y'all take stuff that we made up. And turning around to be some foolishness and tomfoolery. <laughs> Let's ask the black shirt with a mouth full of food for motor, uh, food, truck. What does bricked up mean? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Bricked up means that you've been in the weight room. What you millennium babies talking about? What are you millennium babies talking about? I'll tell you. Here You're in right. a what? Get Rico, hey, get Rico on the line for the next segment so we can figure this out. Right. Hey, listen, it's the captain. 93.7, the ticket. I'm ready. The black shirt. And Buck. Be right back.